Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No hey guys, welcome into another episode of the Wolverine Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, EJ Holland. Alongside me is my co host, Zach Libby, who is back from Little Caesars, just got his nightly meal in so he's ready to go before we dive into today's show i want to invite you guys to subscribe to the wolverine.com today for just 29.99 until august 31st of this year that gets you premium insider recruiting information team information basketball nil transfer portal and so much more libby and i have been on the road non-stop this month so make sure to subscribe support us uh 29.99 until august 31st is the Promo at thewolverine.com and uh, support us here for free. Like this video. It helps us get in front of other Michigan fans. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well so you never miss a video. We always are uploading great content both on the recruiting and the team side as well. So make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to our YouTube channel for free. Tonight is the super chat show so just a reminder i will be on um tomorrow on back on the youtube live tomorrow to answer all your questions but if you have a question you want answered on tonight's podcast you do have to super chat uh how do you super chat just click that donate button and that money goes to our travel budget so we can continue to go around the country and bring you guys the best recruiting information around so hit the donate button if you want a super chat question to be answered tonight, both by myself and Zach Libby. Let's go ahead and dive into our first topic tonight. More Michigan targets are setting official visits. So we've reported a ton of official visits. You can find a full list over on the Wolverine.com, but some new ones this week. And we'll start off with, uh, a few targets before we get into Aaron Scott. Zach did a great job of breaking that Aaron Scott official visit uh, news last night. But Zach, I'm going to ask you about somebody else that said an official visit, Elias Rudolph, and you put in a new on three prediction. So tell us a little bit about Elias Rudolph and where things stand with him. Yeah, so Elias Rudolph is originally from Cincinnati, Ohio. And as we know, Michigan is two commits in the 24 class committed to the Queen City. But Elias Rudolph transferred to Deerfield Beach, which most Michigan fans know is the high school of Denard Robinson. He is he got offered in April of 2022 by area recruiter Steve Klingscale while he was still attending school in Cincinnati. But then he transferred this offseason. But 
communication has not let down despite the distant, you know, the greater proximity between one another. Uh, he is scheduled to go up for an official visit on June 9th, which is the same weekend as another Cincinnati, I mean, Ohio native is going to OV and Bryce West. But yeah, Elias is going to take three OVs so far. He'll probably end up taking all five. But right now it's Pitt on the sec- on the first and then Michigan on the ninth and then Ohio State on the 23rd. I have put in my prediction in because, you know, Intel gathered throughout the last couple of months. Um, you know, Michigan is very leading, is a lean at this point heading into the official visits. Reasons, obviously, the visit that he made in January really kick-started the interest. That was after he dropped a top 10. So, you know, uh, wanting to learn more about Michigan was already, like, one of his priorities before he even got onto campus in the winter. But, again, his relationship with Steve Klingscale over these past several months has been one of his closest um, contacts. Um, he also has a relationship with, like, Jesse Minter, defensive coordinator, defensive line coach, Mike Elston and pass rush specialist Dylan Roney, but I think Michigan can seal the deal with this edge rusher. I know he's listed as a linebacker, but Michigan is looking at uh, edge. 6'3", 200 pounds, has a frame that can really grow to 230, 240 um, with his weight. You know, he's very athletic off the off the snap. Um, good bend, good motor. Um, coaches call him a freak of nature. Um, for him, I think it's just feeling more of the campus. He already knows the NFL development. He already knows the development of the coaches from the coaches. And he's just really in awe with the facilities that are available in Michigan. Plus he knows how many Ohio kids are going to Michigan too. So he, he kind of understands like why some kids who have, have roots like him can go up to Michigan, you know, instead of potentially staying in States. So uh, we'll see more after the OBs, but right now I'm feeling confident for Michigan to land Rudolph. So on the flip side of the coin, uh, and as you saw there on the on three profile, Rudolph was listed as a linebacker. Michigan is recruiting him as an edge, another edge coming in for an official visit. So while Zach broke that news, I countered him with my own here, Devin Baxter, four-star edge out of Baltimore, uh, Maryland, is making an official visit to Michigan on June 16th. Now, if you guys follow me on social media and over at the Wolverine.com, you know that I've been hyping up Devin Baxter for a while now. He's not a name that's talked a lot about in Michigan media circles, but he is now set to make his official visit and Michigan has taken the lead on the recruiting prediction machine. I have not put in a prediction yet, but I do feel that Michigan is trending in the right direction here. He has not made it to campus yet, so he's one of the handful of guys they're bringing in for official visits that have yet to make an unofficial visit. But going into the OV, Michigan has built a ton of momentum. I think if they make an all-out push on his official visit, I think you'll see him end up in the class. So that's just as good of a you know thing to hear than uh, as just a prediction. So I feel like Michigan is the team to beat for Baxter. I absolutely love his upside. I've seen him twice, once at a private workout and once at the Under Armour Baltimore camp over the weekend. There's a lot to like about him. Uh, again, I think a lot of people just really haven't seen him. He plays at a school that doesn't attract a ton of big-time Division One prospects. So it's not like he plays for one of those DMV powers like Good Counsel or St. Francis or anything like that. He's kind of tucked away, um, you know, uh, at, a, at Gwynn Park High School. Uh, so I think right now, 
the rankers are a little lower on him than they should be. I can guarantee you that the Michigan staff really, really values Baxter's upside. I think he's a guy that will stay hidden away for a little while and then just boom after a couple of years in the strength and conditioning program. I also was the uh, first to report that Michigan is getting an official visit from three-star defensive lineman Micah Burrow out of Georgia, which is a recruit that we haven't talked a lot about. Uh, not a lot of people have talked about him at all. Um, but Michigan did go down to Georgia last week. They were able to see him live and go through practice. They were able to lock in an official visit with him. He is a massive prospect, six foot five, 350 pounds. I know the ranking isn't amazing. He's ranked as a three-star in the 1,000s in the industry ranking. But again, Michigan went out to Georgia and saw him last week, was really impressed, impressed enough to bring him in for an OV. Now there's still some nose uh, guys on the board, particularly David Pale Pale, uh, who is a top priority this cycle. But Micah Burrow could become more of a priority this summer, depending on how that official visit goes, depending on how things go with Pale Pale, who's set to make his own official visit in June. Uh, but this is a massive, massive nose target, and Michigan absolutely wants to get a nose on board this cycle. Now, the big one that said his official visit is top 100 cornerback Aaron Scott. But before we talk about Aaron Scott, William Cawthorn has come in with a super chat. So shout out to William Cawthorn. Remember, this is the super chat show. So if you have a question you want answered, hit that donate button. That money goes directly to our travel budget. William Cawthorn asks, what do you guys think about Jerome Bettis Jr.? Uh, Jerome Bettis Jr., 2025 wide receiver out of Atlanta, obviously the son of NFL great Jerome Bettis, who actually played at Notre Dame. Michigan has not offered Jerome Bettis Jr. Um, as you can see here, he has a 97% chance to follow in his father's footsteps and end up for the Irish on three has him ranked as a three star. The other three services don't have him ranked at all. I have not personally seen Jerome Bettis Jr. So I can't give my take, but I can say Michigan hasn't offered. So no real reason to spend a lot of time on him uh, unless Zach, you have something else to add. I have, I've never seen him live. I just, I know he's uh, I know about his father, but I think everyone knows about his father. <laughs> all right. We have another super chat. Uh, and this one comes from RJ Hines. And he says, is Onis Konobani high on the DB board for 2025? So it's a little early to start sorting priorities on the 2025 recruiting board. But I can tell you that Michigan really does like Onis. He came in for an unofficial visit, picked up an offer on the spot. He has had a really strong offseason. He's originally an international player from the uh, great country of England. So uh, UK transfer to uh, Raboon Cap Nakuchi. I can never say that school's name. Same high school as Marlon Klein. So they do a great job of picking up international kids and developing them. So Onus is kind of next in line. But you can see here he's rated high early on. I mean, he's a top 150 prospect on, on three. He's a top 150 prospect on 24-7 as well. So this is a kid that's really, really caught the attention of a lot of coaches, of the rankers uh, from the film I've had a chance to see. I really like Onus as well. And then on top of that, he's a Brandon Collier kid too. So if you guys don't know the name Brandon Collier, uh, he is a 
uh, or he is the international recruiting guru, founder of PPI Recruit, uh, has produced guys like uh, Imeric Kumba, who signed with Michigan last cycle, Manuel Beagle, who is obviously committed to Michigan this cycle. So he's kind of next, Onus is kind of next in line from the Collier tree, and Collier has uh, a great relationship with the Michigan coaching staff. So I think the Wolverines will be players for Onus moving forward. And an interesting note here with Onus as well, um, he is good friends with Jordan Ship. So if Michigan is able to land Jordan Ship, then I do think that, you know, that'll help out with Onus the following cycle. They've played some seven on seven together this offseason. Anything to add on Onus, Zach? I don't, but Brandon Collier of PPI Recruits is originally from Cleveland, even though he does international recruiting. And he has a really good relationship with Brian Robinson, who we know is a priority edge target. So, uh, you know, relationships that go beyond years with Collier of Michigan should help with that too. Definitely. We have another super chat and it's William Cawthorn coming back again with another $5. So we appreciate you, uh, William Cawthorn. How do you guys choose who you're going to watch? So I've, I've gone first the last couple of questions. So Zach, you can go first here. I guess in terms of if I'm going to go see a kid in the fall, it's got to be a Michigan target, but also it's got to be a kid who people want to see. They want to see highlights of the kid. They want to see how he's progressed from like previous events that we have attended. I think there's a lot of working parts with who you want to go see. Obviously, distance and price means a lot, but um, I think it's just knowing who the fans want to see and who Michigan is really going after because you don't want to go – you don't want to spend money for kids who end up not going to Michigan. So – you, you 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 work smartly, you know, with who you travel and where you go see. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say we try to see all the top priorities we can. We hit all the major events we can, which usually has Michigan targets in them. There are guys that are kind of out there that are harder to see that we try to get to. Like, for example, uh, you know, Colson Loveland was a tough one to see out in Idaho. I was able to make the trip there zach went to the great state of idaho this cycle going out to see gatlin bear or like josiah brown out in long island was a tough one for me to see i just saw him over the weekend but i also paired that with seeing manuel beagle and gerard smith and jacob smith and all those guys in connecticut so uh we just kind of prioritize by who you guys are interested in and, and more importantly who's a top tier target and who's committed to michigan and things of that nature but let's get back to the show those were some of our super chats um if you guys want to interrupt the show and get your question in we appreciate your super chat money as that goes directly to our travel budget but the title of this show is can michigan beat out ohio state for top 100 cornerback aaron scott who is an ohio native now before we give our take i think it would be interesting to hear what some of the fans have to say um cory crutzfield says ohio state will land aaron scott his family are buckeye fans ralph tucker says i agree with Corey, although i would love for him to be a Wolverine. Antoine Johnson counters and says, yes, we can beat Ohio State for a corner. Why not? Ohio State hasn't done nothing with their cornerbacks for years. They have weak training and development, and they've got nothing going to the NFL. Uh, so you guys are kind of uh, sounding off on that. Looks like some Michigan fans 
uh, believe Aaron Scott will end up at Ohio State. Um, we have Antoine, who's optimistic, and some others that have recently commented um, as well that are optimistic with Aaron Scott. Zach, you were the first to report that Michigan is getting an official visit on June 16th. Ohio State has a big lead on the recruiting prediction machine. How are you feeling? Yeah, Michigan's on the 16th. Ohio State's on the 23rd, which is the final weekend of that June official visit slate. Um, Yeah, so he's coming up the same weekend that pretty much every single Michigan commit in the 2024 class is going to be on week campus as well for their officials. Is it done on purpose that he's going up on that weekend too? Probably. I mean, um, if you look on social media and really behind the scenes too, like you've seen how much Michigan commits, you know, whether they're in Ohio or not, have gone after Aaron Scott. And it's probably just as much even more when they're texting each other when the fans can't interact with them as well. Um, I think everyone understands how important this official visit weekend is for Aaron, um, you know, guys like Jacob Oden will be there. Jordan Marshall will be there. Ben Roebuck will be there. Luke Hamilton with, will be there. That's just some of the names that um, have have talked to Aaron Scott and have made their own respective pitches on why, you know, to, to not stay in state and go up north. In terms of where we're at now compared to, let's say, January, like Michigan is in a spot that – would not never have been foreseen in January had it not been for the fact that he visited twice. First was in January for the junior days. And then he went up on that same weekend when Blake Frazier posted that photo that went viral on Twitter, that featured Brady Priestcorn, Jordan Marshall, Jane Davis, and Blake Frazier. So he has been around a ton of commits and a ton of guys who are about to go to Michigan, but let's not forget Steve Clinksdale, the area recruiter. He has been on Aaron Scott the longest um, there have been a lot of comparisons from Clean Scale to other with other coaches that Eric Scott has the frame and the mindset and really the coverage radius of someone like All American Will Johnson. Um, if you ever see Aaron Scott in person, he has really long arms and he is, in my opinion, the best coverage quarterback in the 2024 class, especially in man. Um, Michigan runs a lot of man on the outside, a lot of cover one. So Aaron Scott has said before maybe more than once that it would make sense for him to come to Michigan because of just scheme fit like and then the added benefit of having a close relationship with your position coach and also the teammates that you have would have if you go there um in terms of Michigan not getting the final one I don't put that much stock into that I know some people do but I mean in my opinion I guess it's just kids have really good memories <laughs> like I don't think they'll just not forget what he experienced on Michigan just because he went to Ohio State last but in we've we've kind of said before too that there's growing confidence that Michigan has a chance um what when you want to break it down to like leading and not leading and like one and two and three you know Ohio State's probably still in this just because there's He's 50 minutes from home. He has a great relationship with um, Ohio State's secondary coach, Sam Walton. Um, Ryan Day, he said, talks to him every other day. Um, you know, Bryce West is leading to, towards Ohio State, so maybe that can be pitched too. Like, keep the kids home. Keep the top two cornerbacks in Ohio home and represent Ohio State. But in, there's going to be a lot of 
there's going to be a lot of steps and effort necessary on that June official, that June 16th official to have Aaron Scott leave Ann Arbor, you know, thinking that Michigan is leading. And if you're going to pair it with every single commit there who has an in-person opportunity to do it along with Steve Clinsdale, along with Jesse Minter and none, none more importantly than Jim Harbaugh. Like I think, I think the confidence will increase. We'll just see whether or not Michigan is able to vault over Ohio State um, into pole position. Um, I know there's also growing talks about Oregon in the race, too. He just visited Eugene last April. Um, you know, for a kid who grew up in Springfield, which is like north of Dayton, he actually grew up a Ducks fan. Um, I think he saw everything that he's ever dreamed of, you know, growing up seeing, you know, national titles and championships and everything. So, I think distance, if distance wasn't much of a factor, Oregon would be more in it, I think, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, for Michigan to be four hours away, I think that helps a ton. Three to four hours away helps a ton. So, again, we'll see. We'll know more after the official visit is over. But right now, I think confidence continues to grow, and that's where Michigan should be and should be pleased of where they're at. You know, that's that's good work done this spring and winter to get to this point. Yeah, I know there have been some reports out there, I guess, that Michigan leads in this recruitment. I don't think that Michigan itself feels like it has a lead, but they are optimistic. Um, and I'm optimistic as well. I mean, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I do think Michigan has a much better shot at landing Aaron Scott than they do Bryce West. From talking to those around the program, they know they're not getting the last OV. Ohio State's getting the last OV, and they're fine with that because they think they can knock it out of the park on Victor's weekend if they're continuing to label it as Victor's weekend. Uh, but that is the big weekend where all the commits are coming in, so Scott will have a chance to bond with a lot of the guys in the class. These uh, recruits have been very, very vocal on social media, have built genuine relationships with Aaron Scott as well, including uh, Jacob Odin. So, uh, you know, Jordan Marshall, Ben Roebuck, Luke Hamilton. So all these guys are, are really going to work hard on Scott throughout the entire weekend. And I think, again, if you're not getting that last OV, getting him in for Victor's weekend is just as good. Um, at the end of the day, you know, does Michigan have the lead right now? Do they not? Doesn't really matter, right? You know, it's all going to come down to those official visits. It's all going to come down to June 16th and June 23rd. So can Michigan beat Ohio State for Aaron Scott? Yeah, they can beat Ohio State for Aaron Scott, will they? Well, that's going to depend on how strong both schools or how much of an impression both schools make on that official visit. But as Zach said, obviously, Steve Klingscale has a tremendous relationship here. He's really bonded well. Um, with Scott and his family. And another thing to note is Jesse Minter doesn't get as much love here, but Michigan's defensive coordinator has been actively involved in this recruitment. He saw him early in the spring evaluation period with, with Clink Scale. He returned to Ohio last week and actually saw Aaron Scott at a track meet. Uh, so when they're investing a lot of energy and time in this recruitment, they really believe they can beat Ohio State. And I don't doubt that they can. Um, and again, with Minter, I think the scheme aspect has really caught Aaron Scott's attention, as Zach kind of mentioned as well. Um, scheme is something that's playing a big role for Scott. And another big recruiting tool for Michigan has been Will Johnson. They've sold the hell out of Will Johnson to top corner recruits, including 
Aaron Scott. So yes, I, I do feel like Michigan can win here. Do they have the lead? I wouldn't say so, but I would say it doesn't even matter anyway. It all is going to come down to those June OVs. All right, guys, before we move on to our next segment, we have a message from one of our sponsors. We want to take a moment to shout out the sponsor of our Tuesday night recruiting show and a longtime partner of the Wolverine, Lewis Jewelers. Simple question, guys. Have you taken care of your Mother's Day gift? Well, if you haven't, because Mother's Day just passed on Sunday, it's time <laughs> to head over to Lewis Jewelers. Uh, and, you know, if somebody's birthday is coming up or anniversary or anything like that, Lewis Jewelers can help you out. It's stress-free and easy working with one of their non-commissioned <laughs> expert trusted advisors. Uh, make sure to find that perfect diamond today at Lewis Jewelers. Take care of your wives, mothers, grandmothers, any woman that's special in your life. Uh, Lewis Jewelers, your diamond store, and so much more since 1921. Visit them at their new location, 300 South Maple Road, Ann Arbor, or online at lewisjewelers.com. That's lewisjewelers.com. Lewis Jewelers, where Ann Arbor gets engaged. Man, if some of our audience just realized that Mother's Day was this past weekend, they're in for some trouble. But um, let's go ahead and head to our next topic. So Zach and I have hit the road extremely hard. Uh, we have been all over the country. And in the last week, we've seen multiple big name targets. Zach has been um, in Ohio, he has been around the great state of Michigan. And I think Zach is, uh, is frozen here uh, with a, a weird face going on. I have no idea what has happened to Zach. So we'll, we'll remove him for the stream from right now. Um, it, it looks like he is back. So maybe I'll add him back to this to the stream. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I think that is uh, on Zach's end and not on our producer, Megan, who has done a fantastic job. Uh, it looks like Zach will have to log in and out because he is still frozen. But um, I was on the road. I was down in Texas and made my way over to Baltimore and then to Connecticut. So I have literally been all over the country. But uh, let's start off with my Texas, uh, Texas trip. I went out to... Uh, both Houston and Dallas. Uh, I'm not going to talk about everybody I saw, but the big one, Taylor Tatum, top 100 running back out of Longview, Texas, had a chance to see his playoff baseball game. Uh, Taylor Tatum, obviously one of the best running back recruits in the country. The number two overall recruit nationally, number 42, or the number two running back nationally, the number 42 overall recruit nationally. Uh, Michigan strongly in the mix here, along with USC and Oklahoma. Um, it's weird how the prediction machine works. Sometimes Michigan's not listed, but they obviously have been extremely high on Tatum's list for a while. I mentioned that uh, I went to see his playoff baseball game. Tatum is also a division one recruit as a center fielder. In fact, Michigan offered Tatum as a baseball recruit before they did a football recruit. It was actually head coach Tracy Smith who got Tatum in front of the football staff, not the other way around. Like, that's the case for most schools. 
schools. Uh, most schools recruited him as a football player first and said, sure, you can play baseball. Michigan has the advantage of selling the opposite to Tatum. We believed in you as a pure baseball player first and then offered you as a football player. So it's not just, yeah, we want you. We're telling you we can that you can play baseball. No, they actually love him as a baseball recruit. So. Tracy Smith is going to play a big role in helping the Michigan football staff uh, seal the deal with him. He has a great relationship with Smith, who keeps in constant contact with him and his family. And I can tell you, Taylor Tatum loves baseball, man. That's his first love. So I think that'll go a long way in helping him. Now, a lot of you might be wondering, well, does having Jordan Marshall already committed affect Taylor Tatum? Marshall, a top 100 running back in his own right. Uh, no, Taylor Tatum said he would love to team up with Jordan Marshall. Jordan Marshall has actively been recruiting Taylor Tatum. Uh, so I think it actually helps that Michigan can sell um, a, a dynamic duo and they can easily point to the one they have right now in Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards as evidence that that works in Ann Arbor. So he has official visits set with USC and Oklahoma and is very close to locking in his Michigan OV. He is targeting June 23rd as that possibility. Um, while I was out in Texas, I also saw three on 300 offensive lineman Bennett Warren. I think that one's Michigan, Oklahoma, Oregon. I'll have more on him over at the Wolverine.com. But I do want to get over to the Baltimore swing because I saw another massive target in on 300 linebacker Aaron Childs. And it does look like Zach is back. So we'll get to him in a little bit. He is no longer frozen. Um, but I saw Aaron Childs at the Under Armour Baltimore camp this weekend, Michigan, with a commanding 93.6% lead on the on three recruiting prediction machine. I still feel really confident about the Wolverines here. He recently released his final three of Maryland, Florida, and Michigan. Maryland and Florida will get the first two official visits in June. Michigan will get the final OV I think that's a big advantage for the Wolverines. I think Jesse Minter, Chris Partridge can seal the deal in that recruitment. Michigan just checks all the boxes for Childs. He's a perfect fit. Um, I, like I said, I feel really confident in my prediction. I put it in way back in February and have never wavered. Just love where uh, the Wolverines stand with Childs. And then some other quick notes from my Baltimore uh, Connecticut swing. I had a chance to see top 100 edge. Darian Mayo, who's actually a teammate of Aaron Childs, he is also coming in on June 23rd. I think that one's a Michigan-Ohio State battle right now. And then out in Connecticut, I also had a chance to see multiple Michigan commits. Manuel Beagle has picked up um, a few offers here. Georgia, Texas A&M, Penn State, he's still locked in. Gerard Smith, uh, one of Michigan's newer commits, four-star defensive lineman, also locked in and working hard to recruit his brother, Jacob Smith, who I have a pick in for. So that was a speedy rundown because we are running out of time uh, from my trips on the road. Zach, give us your speedy rundown. Yeah, so I have saw Bryce Underwood twice in the past week. Um, for those who don't know Bryce Underwood, which you probably should, the number one overall Ranked recruit in the 2025 class, the number one quarterback nationally, and the number one overall player in the state of Michigan. Um, Underwood took three visits in less than two months. So two in March to see spring camp and then one in late April. Um, he lives about 25 minutes away from Ann Arbor's campus. So that relative proximity has allowed him to come by that much. 
um, outside of proximity, his relationship with new quarterbacks coach Kirk Campbell is night and day from what was before. Um, Kirk Campbell has made, you know, they, they've talked on the phone weekly. Um, Underwood has said that he gives Kirk Campbell a call at least once a week, if not twice. He, Kirk Campbell has also made an effort to get in close with Underwood's family. And they have, everyone in that circle has really just been in awe with Kirk Campbell, the recruiter. Kirk Campbell, the the coach. Kirk Campbell, like the mentor and really like the um, the the person, like the emotional support figure. I mean, I think, you know, we've talked about Kirk Campbell quite a bit, but in terms of quarterbacks, like I think everyone is in agreement that, you know, landing Bryce Underwood, not only for an instater, but a generational dual threat quarterback, I think having Kirk Campbell in the lead, you know, leading the way in this one um, is lights out, you know, gives Michigan such a huge advantage heading into really crunch time, which could be the next year or so, maybe even earlier. Um, with with Underwood, you know, he has said that Kirk is sort of like a family guy. You know, obviously, I think there's, I think there's a comfort around them. Uh, he's easy to talk to. He's easy to connect with. It's just, you know, Michigan has really landed just a home run hire, uh, and you know, based on everything that we knew with Jane Davis and connecting with his family. I think this starts with Bryce Underwood as well as every other 2025 target that they're going after. Um, you just can't really say much, you know, more good things about Kirk Campbell, just from, you know, his, how to step up to build a bond with probably the top recruit in state for years and probably the most important target Michigan has ever had in the modern day. So, you know, just we'll see more Bryce more on campus, obviously. But I think with him being open still and still wanting to see schools having, you know, that advantage with Michigan is going to help out a ton these next several months. Um, I was in Columbus, Ohio last week um, for the Under Armour Next Camp Series where not only Underwood was there, Aaron Scott was there, but there was also Brian Robinson. Um, Brian Robinson um, is slated to make his June 2nd official visit um, to Michigan, which would be the first one. I think Brian will have made 10 visits already so far. He is slated to also go to Kentucky and Pitt, uh, Penn State maybe as well. And then um, we'll find out if he makes a commitment date or not. But Brian Robinson, I think everyone knows him on social media for being such a hard worker. Um, one of the best, I guess, training you know, one of the hardest working high school prospects that I have seen live. Um, I don't think his social media does it justice with just how good he is um, in terms of just building his body, both mentally and physically. He is one that Michigan has wanted for since the summer or really the, the late off season of 2022. And he has taken visits regularly ever since. Um, he has close relationships with everyone on the defensive staff, including Steve Clinksale and he is also from Youngstown. Brian is a little bit in the suburbs of Northeast Ohio. Um, Coach uh, Dylan Roney, pass rush specialist, Jesse Minter, Mike Elson are all going after Brian Robinson. He is also one that would be a take for Michigan. And uh, we have said that Michigan will take about four to five. So if Brian Robinson is ready to commit after his official visit slate to Michigan, I do believe that he, I, I foreseen him going to Michigan if he wants to. 
another one important target that I saw was Jeremiah Beasley, a teammate of Bryce Underwood out of Belleville High. Um, I also saw him twice in a week. Um, he, we reported today that he is planning to take an official visit to Michigan on June 16th, which is Victor's weekend. Um, this is different from what Beasley kind of expected for himself, I would say, um, because he had locked in Missouri and Illinois for the month of June. And then maybe not planning for the in-state schools to give official visits just because he's seen them so much. But he does intend to go to back to Michigan on June 16th for an official visit and then Michigan State on June 2nd. Um, you know, we've had predictions in for Beasley since April, early April, and that's due to Chris Partridge, really, because as soon as Chris Partridge was hired, and that was in early February, Beasley re remembers this memory clear to this day. Like, he got a phone call from Chris Partridge as soon as Partridge got hit the ground running. And I think feeling like a top priority, or really the top priority, for Partridge in the early going and still continues. That's meant a whole lot for Beasley and the conversations that they've had um, in person with Partridge explaining, you know, certain techniques for linebackers, like how to shed blocks and form tackling. I think the knowledge that Partridge brings along with his longtime relationship with Steve Klingsdale, who's the air recruiter, I think that has made such a huge difference in how Jeremiah Beasley views Michigan as he is expected to commit on June 29th. So six days after his Missouri official visit, he will be locked in. Um, I, I Having them up on Victor's weekend is going to be important. He's going to be with Jacob Bowden, his sound mind, sound body teammate, a bunch of other 2024 commits who want him as well. Um, I, I, if I see this foreseen as Michigan keeping Beasley home. Um, he's, again, 25 minutes away from Michigan. So keeping a kid who's ranked in the top 20 nationally among all linebackers, I think this is huge. He's slated to play the will. And if Michigan lands Aaron Childs, they would pair They would pair nicely in that 4-2 front. All right, guys. So it looks like we've gone way over time at this point, and we don't want to overwork our production producer Megan so let's go ahead and wrap up the show I'm going to ask one more question for our third segment uh, if you guys didn't notice on three released its updated 2025 recruiting rankings um, yesterday and a lot of movement there for the 2025 recruiting class Zach I want you to give me your biggest Michigan related takeaway on the updated 2025 rankings I'm only going to do one commit because Michigan has two commits in 2025. I will do one commit. Michigan on three has not given a star ranking for Mantrez Walker, the linebacker at Buford, Georgia. Now this is a kid who's ranked in the top 150 on another recruiting service. So I think, I, I think this kid deserves a little bit. I think this kid deserves at least a ranking. Um, you know, plays the mic at one of the top powerhouses in South in the southeastern United States. Committed back in February um, to former linebackers coach George Hilo, but he has also had a longtime relationship with Chris Partridge. He's a thumping linebacker, plays downhill, takes the proper angles of pursuit, and is good good right now in pass coverage. 
um, has a really sturdy frame and can really bulk up if he wants to. I think he would be great for the Mike spot. So I do expect him to get a ranking at some point, but I'm kind of surprised that they haven't yet right now. My biggest takeaway is that on three continues to drop Chris Ewald, Michigan's other commit uh, out of Miami. Chris Ewald is a clear top 100 prospect to me. He's a top 100 prospect on the in, on three industry ranking, which is a combination of the four recruiting services. Look, Ewald is a fantastic cover corner. He's only listed at 5'11", but I saw him this cycle and he passed uh, the EJ height test and uh, is closer to six foot and a half. I mean, he's grown an inch. He's uh, filling out his very, very lanky frame, but that length, that speed, um, that football IQ, it's all fantastic. He checks the boxes as an elite cover corner. Again, I think he's a top 100 prospect all the way on three dropped him 16 spots to number 150 overall, which I think is a little disappointing. We had a super chat from Lone Omnipotence, who says, damn, I was late. Here's some money for the road, fellas. Well, <laughs> thanks, Lone. Uh, I will be back on the road later this week. Zach will be back on the road later this week as well. So for all the latest Michigan recruiting information, make sure to subscribe to thewolverine.com for just $29.99 until August 31st. Also subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is completely free. Make sure to like this video uh, so it gets around the other Michigan fans that haven't joined our great community yet. So thanks again, guys. Hope you all have a great rest of the week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.